Vov Omad Base, 12 lines from the bottom, double dot. Double dot. Amrav Chalba, okay, everybody? Right. Amrav Chalba, Amrav Hunna. Amrav Chalba in the name of Hunna. Kol Ane, name is Sudas Chosav, Enema Samcha. If you, um, you're at a chos, at a, at a, a chasna, and you benefit, in other words, you're eating there, you're enjoying it, and and you're not masameachim, either b'chamisha kailas, then you violate the spirit of the chamisha kailas, because the posuk says, shenemah, it says five times, kail, voice, kol soson is one, kol simcha is two, kol choson three, kol kala four, kol amim Hashem's focus. The voice where people thank Hashem. So, so the point is like this. What does it actually mean? You're over Hamisha Kailas. Because Yirmiyot, this comes, this posse comes from Yirmiyot. Yirmiyot said, he, he, he prophesied that although the cities of Yerushalayim were now desolate, the time would come and there would be sounds of joy and happiness and so on. So somebody who is not Mesameh Chosam he shows that the joy of a chosen is not important to him. He shows that the five sounds of, of, of when your shalim is going to be rebuilt and come back are also not important to him. So it's over b'chamisha kodesh for imasamchai. But if he does, he is masamech lachosin maschara. What is the schar? What is the reward? On Rabbi Shur ben Levi, Rabbi Shur ben Levi zochel a Torah. He merits a Torah. What's the Torah got to do with Kaila? Because also Shenitna b'chamisha Kailas. Because the Torah was given with the five sounds, with the five colors. Shenem, as it says in the pasuk, Vahibo yom shlishi, as we will say in Rosh Hashanah, Vahibo yom shlishi on the third day of Yisabaka in the morning. Vahikailas, Kailas is two, it's plural, or Varokim, and there was uh, also lightning. Vahonom covered alahar. The Kalshaifa, that makes it three. Kalshaifa Chazak Ma'ad. And then it carries on and says, Vahi Kalashaifa Ara. Halev Chazak Ma'ad, Moshe Yadab, etc. That's four. And finally, Vahakim Yahnenu Vahakalah is five. So if you are Musameach Chosam Vahakalah, where there are five colors, then you'll also merit the Torah which was also given in five colors. Says the Gemara, Aina, it's not so. How can you say there's only five? Voksiv, it was also written, Vahalo Omroim as Akalas afterwards. After the Aseris of Debras, it says, Bechola Om Raimesakadis, entire people saw the sounds, which was something which we can't understand, because you can't normally see sounds, you only hear them, but there was a special Nisim. But there were extra two, therefore, that would make it a total of seven. So where do you get five from? Those sounds were, which are, are the ones referring to the previous ones. In other words, those two are not two new ones making it five plus two. Those two are part of the five. Right. Now, regarding Mr. Meir Chosim Akala, if you're Mr. Meir Chosim Akala properly, it means as, it's as if you brought the Tida a thanks offering. Because it says at the end of that posuk, they bring a Tida offering to the temple of Hashem. That's a continuation of the posuk. And Nachma Yitzchak says, It's as if you've built one of the ruins of Yerushalayim, if you're Masameh Chosim Akala. As well, because it says at the end of that posuk, I will return the captivity of the land as at first, says Hashem. So in other words, he's rebuilding the Chovas of Yerushalayim. The Amr of Chelba, Amr of Hunna. says Rav Chelba in, in the name of Hunna. Remember? I've seen somewhere that um, 
days and minutes that uh, the father of the Kala pays for the suit of the Hasma mm-hmm. is that that was not over on this Kalanya. Hamesha Kalas. No, because it's not a suit of Hasma then. It's not a suit of Hasma. Oh, the Kala's father. So the one's not over. Ah, because Itaka says, He doesn't say a Chosen Kala. Ah, yeah, 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 very good. Very good. Okay, I'm sure the Chosen's father would have certainly would agree with that. <laughs> He'll be very happy with that, Pshat. Yeah, ah, very interesting. Okay, Omarav Chelba, Omarav Huna. Remember, these are all sayings of the same person. This is why we bring it, even though it's different uh, sort of... Um, Different points that we're bringing here, different subjects, but they're all mentioned by the name of Chelva Rav Huna, like we had before Abba Binyamin last year. We had last week. Anyone who is a genuine Yerushalmi, his words are heard. That's true. It's very true. If you've got somebody who's a genuine Yerushalmi, and you know that whatever he's saying, he's got no agenda. He just means it. You know, Lashem Shemaim his words will be heard you will listen to what he has to say and and the the pulse carries on this is the end of Kehelas um, so at the end of the everything everything will be heard what will be heard is an Akim Yura somebody who fears Hashem and the pulse carries on and he guards he keeps the mitzvahs Kizeh Kala Odom that's what it says, Kizekala Odom. So this is the Gemara, my Kizekala Odom. What, what is the words Kizekala Odom? What does it mean? Om Rebbe Lezom, Om says, Kala Odom Kula Lenivra Elebishvilze. Kizekala Odom means that somebody who's the Eurasian mind, the entire world was created for him. Rabbi Abba Bakanama, Rabbi Abba Kana says, the same sort of idea with a slightly different nuance. Shokul Zekaneged Kala Odom Kula. This person, who is a Eurasian Mayim and is shown the mitzvahs of Hashem is equal in importance to the entire world. Rishim ben Azai Oma, Bamla Rishim ben Zayma Oma, Kala Olam Kula La Nivra Elalaseves Lazer. It means Kizeh Kala Odom comes to tell you that the entire world was created only to serve as an accompaniment to help this person. Here, very, very interesting Gemara. Omra Chelbam Rab Huna, Kol Shiadeh Bachavay Shirog Litna Shalom. Anyone who knows that his friend is going to greet him. Yaktim la shalom. He should get him first and greet him first. Shenema, why, why should he have to get him first? Why can't he just wait? Since he knows that this person is going to greet him, wait till that person greets him and then return the greeting. Why do you have to get him first? Shenema, because it says, Bake shalom, seek peace, Varothfeu, run after it. In other words, it's not enough to be polite and just answer to somebody's greeting. But you've got to instigate peace, you've got to get in there first. Now, if however, what happens if you gave a person shalom, and he didn't, he didn't, uh, return it, if a person, one person greets another person, and the second person does not return the greeting, Nikra Guzlan, he's called a robber. Alright? Strong lotion. Shenem, as it says in the Possum, you consume the vineyard property robbed from the poor is in your houses now if you look at Rashi the last few words he explains where do we see in this posuk that if uh, if you don't uh, a person does not return a greeting is considered a cousin says, says Rashi why does it say only 
If you steal something from an Oni, it's Gazela. What about if you steal from an Osh, it's also Gazela. And the Gazela, so Oni, she ain't like Klum legs on me, menu. An Osh, he's got possessions and money, etc. He's got something that you can steal from. An Oni's got nothing you can steal from. So what are you stealing from? Because you didn't, the only thing you could steal off him is a greeting, because he didn't return a greeting. So we learn that from that posuk, that if somebody, if you greet somebody and they don't greet you, they are considered like a guzzlin. Just really say, never mind color of them, color like, um if he greets you, even if he doesn't greet you, you should always give Shalom. Nothing to do with somebody well, the, you. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it says, have, you should get in, you should get in first, but it says then, if if you do greet somebody, yeah, you should always greet somebody. You should always greet somebody. So, point is that is, if you know that somebody is going to greet you in any case, don't wait till that person has greeted you, get in there first. Yeah. And if you've got in there first and that person doesn't respond, then he's considered a guzzler. So it's like a serious thing, which, you know, a lot of people seem to be, uh, seem to keep, that the sort of, they, they can walk past you and pretend you don't exist. I'm Rabbi Yochum Rabbi Yossi. How do we know that Kachpochu dubbins himself? Shinemans says in the Posuk, as we said this morning, I will bring them to Harkochi to my holy mountain, I will make them happy in the house of Tefilosi, my prayer. Doesn't say From here we see that Kachpochu is in Spal. And the Foshim asks the following question Who's God dubbing to? <laughs> Good Kasha. Really? Who's got? We daven to to to, to Hashem. What does it mean? Hashem davens to himself. So he says. Now Sadia Gon explains that Gemara doesn't mean that Hakadosh davens. It means Hakadosh demonstrates to show us how we should daven. It's not that he davens. Doesn't make sense that he davens to whom. Oh, so my matzle. What does he say? I'm Reb Zitra Batuvia Omarav. He May it be my will. Sheikhbushu Rachamai as Kasi that my mercy should conquer my anger and that my mercy overcome, overcome my sterner attributes and I should behave towards my children with rachamim, with mercy and I shall treat them which means I shall go beyond the normal boundary of judgment and similar we have Tanya which is made into a very famous song I think by MBD Danny you will probably know this he was a kind godel and he went he says once on Yom Kippur I went inside the Kochi Kochim to burn the incense so that's another name for Hashem he was sitting on his throne and Hashem said to me Yishmoel Bani Borachini. My son Yishmael bless me. I was asking for a bracha from Yishmael. Amati I said to him, the same words as we just had before, that what we said, what does Hashem daven, that uh, your mercy conquer your anger, the rachamim should overcome the other attributes, treat your children with mercy, and you should act with them, this is what Yishmael says, he said this was a bracha that he gave to Hashem, when I finished that, Hakushpochu nodded as it were with his head, giving his approval, 
So, the Kamash Malon, what do we learn from this story? That a blessing given by you, you think, you go for a brocha, oh, you have to go to this one and to that one, and you go to, you gotta go to Rabchan Kanievsky, and you gotta go, I'm not saying that, of course they're, but I'm not saying that. Well, it doesn't. One can just go to an ordinary person who's an, an Odom Yosha, a straight person, a good person, and they can give you a brocha. Because what do we see here? Uncle Shbochu asked the brocha from Yishmael. So how can I, pardon? It was a kind God, but he was still, he was only a boss of a dom. He's a boss of a dom. So if Hashem can answer off an ordinary boss of a dom, ask for a brocha, how much more so can we ask for a boss of a, a boss of a dom? Om Rabbi Yochum, um, sorry. Yeah. Om Rabbi Shum Rabbi Yossi. Menayin she'em meratsano le'odam elabashaz kasa. How do we know that you don't calm somebody down, you don't appease them at the time when they're angry? because it says in the Apostle let my face go we'll see in a minute what this means and then I will sort of do what you want it means wait until my anger passes then I will act according to your will so in other words you can see from that was teaching us a lesson when Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to try and appease him Look, at the moment I'm angry, now is not a time to come to me. And it's logic as well. When a person is angry, if you try and calm him down, it just inflames the situation because he feels he's got to answer. Once he's calmed down, then he's more in a situation where you can go to him and you can then sort of discuss it quietly. Is there such a thing as anger in front of Hashem? Mephoshim asks a question, what is that, what's, what's the Gemara asking there? That was saying Shema, V'choro af Hashem b'chem, HaKoshbochah will be angry. Of course, HaKoshbochah sometimes get, gets angry. What does it mean? It says, no, 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 what Pshat is, it means, yeah, it, it, it seems from here, since Moshe Rabbeinu, since HaKoshbochah said to Moshe Rabbeinu, wait a minute, Hamten Li, wait until my anger is gone, it seems there seems to be a specific time when a Gashbalka gets angry, as the Gemara will explain in a minute. And therefore, this is what the Gemara is asking now. Is there a specific time that a Gashbalka is angry? Answer Gemara, and yes, the Tanya, because we learned in a Brisa, the Kael Zion Bechol Yon. is angered every day, and we'll see in the, in the Gemara why he gets angry. The Kamazama, how long does his anger last? Rega, just one moment. The Kamarega, how long is this moment? Echod Mechameshes Ribu Shwan Salafim Shwan Amel Shwan Shwan Bashar. One fifty eight thousand eight hundred eighty eight part of an hour, which you'll be interested to know is approximately one sixteenth of a second. That's from Bilam, isn't it? Uh, oh, we're coming to Bilam in a minute. Yeah, coming to Bilam in a minute. So it lasts a very, 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 very short. The Zui Rega, that's called the Rega. And no one can determine precisely when that pinpoint, when that moment is. That's a one sixteenth of a second. It's no time at all. No one knows exactly when that is, except Bilam Arosha, he knew. Because it says, das Elyon. He knew the das Elin. He knew the das of Hashem. Ask the Gemara Hashadas Behemta Yoda. He didn't know what was on the mind of his behem of his donkey. He didn't see the Malach which the donkey did. Das Elin Yoda. Could he know what was on the mind of Hashem? Of course not. 
Alamalamid, it teaches us so what does it mean for Yodea Das Elyon? Bilam knew the Das Elyon. For Yodea Lavanaisa Shoshikosh Baruch Kaisbar. He could pinpoint the moment, the time, every day when Akadosh Baruch that Rega, when Akadosh Baruch would become angry. And this is the meaning of what Michal said to Yisrael. Ami is a chomayot bolak melech ma'av. Remember what Bolok, the son of Baya, uh, 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 answered him. And, and then it carries on, and the apostle carries on, um, Hashem. In order that you should know the, 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 the righteousness of Hashem. So now the Gemara asks, what does that mean? What's the connection with Bolok and Bilom with Tzidkas Hashem? Om Rebeleza says, Ram Rebeleza, Om Rebeleza, Kashbok and Yisrael, Kashbok says Yisrael, to all you should know, you know what Lamandas Tzidkas Hashem means, what was the Tzidkas, what was the righteousness of Hashem that did, the all Kama Stokas of Sisi Yemachem, you should realize how many good things I did for you. Shall I ask to be made Bilam Arosha, even though normally Akashbok would be angry every day for Rega, and since Bilam knew exactly when this is, so he would curse Klal Yisrael at this time. He says, I did a special favor for Klal Yisrael and I never got angry during all that time. Why? I never got angry, says Hashem. Had I become angry, nothing would have been left of Yisrael. So it's a euphemism. And that's what Bilam said to Bolokh. How can I curse? How can Shbok hasn't cursed? How can I anger? Hashem hasn't become angry. We learn from that throughout those days, Hashem never became angry. And the reason why he never became angry is because if he would have become angry, and Bilam would have known the exact time when that is, that's when he would have cursed Hashem, could curse Klal Yisrael, and that would have taken effect. The Kamazama, how long does his anger last? Rega. Right? Although we asked before in the Gemara, and we said it's a what, sixteenth of a second, it seems this, uh, the ton of this Brysa didn't know the previous Brysa. The Kama Rega, how long is it? On Ravavimitem Ravina, Rega commemorate. Rega is as long as it takes to say the word Rega. And we're not on the Rega Rosa. How do we know that he was angry for just this Rega? Shenem, as it says, Ki Rega ba'apa chayim b'etzonim. Ismen shechanu sabayin said, Oh, we say, his anger only lasts for a moment, but chayim b'etzonim, but his, his, um, favors extends for a lifetime. For Ebo is aim a hocha, or you can say another puzzle, Chavi, hide, kimat rega, for rega ad yavazam, until the, um, until his zam, till his anger goes away. But Amos Rosach, when, when is it, cause we said it's just 60 that are said every day, but when exactly, when during the day is it that he becomes angry? On that bio, Ba'anach Slash Shoy Kamaisa, it's that, so for one moment during the first three hours of the day, when, when the comb or the crest of a chicken pales, normally it's red, so it, when it becomes white, and it stands on one foot. So at this second then, when this rooster, this chicken, the crest on the back of it becomes, turns from red to white, and it stands on one foot, that is the time when Hashem gets angry. Why? Why is he angry? What? Oh, we're coming, the Gemara will explain why he gets angry. It's coming for that. But there's many other times when the rooster's um, crest turns white and he stands on one foot. Not just sort of one time. No. 
all other times there's still red streaks left in the white. It doesn't go completely white. It's still red. The original color of red is still in it. In that particular moment of Hashem's anger, there are no red streaks in it. And now, Akasha and Foshim elsewhere, if, if that is the case, that we've got a simon exactly when that happens, when the rooster turns white and stands on one foot, so what was the Chachm of Bilon, the Yodea Das Elin that he knew? Anyone can know that, that you look when the rooster becomes white and when, the, when, the, uh, when it stands on one foot. The answer is that Bilon knew that even without this simon. In fact, what they say is it was Bilam who first noticed it and he told, he was Medea, the world, so to say, that that is when the anger is. Now, a story. Ahu Tzeduke. There was this Tzeduke, a heretic, a min. The Habbishu of Usa Rabbi Shua ben Levi, who was, lived in the area of Rabbi Shua ben Levi. Tuva Bikro. He used to constantly harass Rabbi Shua to, and, and try and interpret Sukim to back his views, his Apikosish views. And he was really getting on Rabbi Shua's nerves. Yomachad one day, Shokotan Agolev Ukma ben Karida Asa. Rabbi Shua, he took this chicken and it tied it between the feet of his bed, the iron bay, and he looked at it. He watched it the whole time. So he thought, Kimotai Shaito, when that, when that moment comes that the crest turns from red to white, and it stands on one foot, which is the time of Hashem's anger. Alatiyah, I will curse this heret, this apikairas, because then my curse will be effective. Kimota, I will shot her, when that moment came, Rabbi Shua dozed off, and he fell asleep. Omar Rabbi Shua said, You can deduce from this, he says, the fact that I fell asleep during this time, while I was awake the whole time watching intently this chicken, and I fell asleep during that time is a proof that it's not the right thing to do. You can learn a big musa from this. Because, you know, he could have woken up and said, Oh, no, my alarm clock didn't work. I fell asleep. He didn't say that. He said, one can learn out. You can see that Hashem did not want me to, to, uh, to do anything, to curse this person. That's why, I, that's why Hashem made me fall asleep. And similarly, it says, "V'rachmov al kol malsov." who has mercy on all his creations. And the point is that this person, even though he was the mini, was an apikyrus, but still he was a creation of God, and therefore he must also have, uh, you know, you, you've got to have rachmonos on him as well. I was sitting out in, in, a, in a cab recently. I was in Israel, and we had the traffic lights, and there was one of these fellows from the uh, Jewish fellow from the. Um, what do you say? The um, from the settlements, one of these big couples and and a thing like that. And he was walking around, thing like that. I thought he was collecting. And then he was saying, "The land is ours, etc." So the taxi driver says to me in his best broken English, he says, "Listen, he says these people they don't accept that there are goyim in this world as well. Hashem created goyim as well. So you say here this story as well. Hashem, even though this person was a min, Hashem created minim as well. Also, for the righteous, you, it's not good for the tzaddikim to to, uh, to to punish people. Okay, now we come to the part. Why was it that they were upset? Well, sorry. Why was it that Gushbok gets angry? When the sun shines in the morning, the whole Malche Mizrachumare of all the kings of the world, Menichim Kesreim Brosheim, they put their crowns on their heads and they bow down to the sun in worship they worship the sun 
Miyat Christ HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That is when HaKadosh Baruch Hu becomes angry, and as the Mashal says, that is the reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu becomes angry, because of the Elad Zorah of all the kings. Okay. Hopefully that wouldn't be today, though. What? Hopefully that wouldn't be today. Well, I don't know. I don't have any kings for I don't know. Who knows? Sorry? What? Yeah, well, you go to India, and you see, they're proper over the Vodazara. That's what all the Shaitals thing was about. Any case, let's, let's, let's go. I'm Rabbi Yochum Hashem Rabbi Yossi. Taiva Maudus Achas Belibashal Odom. If a person reproaches himself, and from inside him he's got a conscience, and he feels the need to do tshuva, that's much, much better than trying to force him, Yosem Ikama Malkias, than getting Malkus and getting lashes. Why? Shenema says in the possible of a rid for it says, um, she will run after her lovers, etc., etc., but she won't reach them. But Omra, and she will say, I will go back to my first husband, for it's better with me, with better for me than it is now. So they explain the husband represents Akashbohu, the faithless wife is, is the Jewish nation, and the people who she loves are the false gods, etc. Now it says there, Akashbohu will, in the beginning it says that he will bring thorns, and then the posse carries on, he will bring thorns, and they still won't do tshuva, right? But they will daven to the false gods, but when they will see they get no response from the false gods, then inside themselves they will say, we realize we're going back to, we're returning to Hashem. So from that we learn now, eat the thorns, the punishment Hashem gave, that didn't help. But when they had the conscience and they realized from the, it coming from deep inside them that that's the right thing to do, that is what helps. Better than a hundred malkas because it says in the apostle, the, the humbleness, the humility that a person will get if he reproaches himself is better than a hundred lashes in a fool. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Moshe Rabbeinu requested three things from HaKadosh Baruch Hu but not so HaKadosh Baruch Hu answered them to him first one was Bikish Shetishra Shechina Al Yisrael requested of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that the Shechina should rest on Yisrael but not so much in him Allah but that's a Chaimonu you accompany us Bikish Shetishra Shechina Al Yisrael he requested that the Shechina shouldn't rest on Al Yisrael but not so much in him as it says Niflinu Aniva Amcho we will be made special distinct he also asked make your ways known to us we'll see in a minute what that means granted that request make your ways known to me I've got a question the well known question sometimes you find a tzaddik and everything's going marvellous for yes, tzaddik v'raloi. Sometimes you find a tzaddik and things are not going so well for him. Yes, rosha v'tayvloi. You find that a rosha things are going good. Yes, rosha v'raloi, and rosha go wicked. So how he, so Moshe Rabbeinu is asking Akashvachu, how do you work out what to do with different people? So Amalai said to him, Moshe, Moshe, tzaddik v'tayvloi. I'll explain to you to you. Very simple. All depends on the father. Tzaddik v'tayvloi. Tzaddik, everything goes good. Is tzaddik ben tzaddik? Because not only he's a tzaddik, but his father was a tzaddik. Sadik Varalai Sadik and bad things go bad for him, he's a, he's a Sadik, but he's Ben Rosha, his father was a Rosha, so therefore things gotta go bad for him. 
Rosh of a Rosh, and it go, things go good for him. Is a Rosh ben Sadik because his father was a Sadik. Rosh of a Ralei, Rosh ben Rosh. Rosh goes bad. Uh, things go bad for a Rosh where his father was a Rosh. So we see from all these cases, it all depends on the father. If the father is a Sadik, everything will go marvelous. If the father is a Rosh, everything will go bad. Now the Gemara will ask a question on this. Omama, we're just repeating what we said. Sadik v'Tayvlad, Sadik ben Sadik, Sadik v'Ralei, Sadik ben Rosh. Aina, is it so that your fortune is dependent upon the actions of your father? We ask a question now, there's two psukhams which seem to contradict each other. Well, see if it says in one posuk, in the Aseris Adibras, that the son, visiting the sons of the fathers upon the sons, in other words, the sons will be punished because of the fathers. Or it says in another posuk in Kitsetse, or Bonim lo yum the opposite, and sons will not be put to death because of their fathers. And we point out a contradiction between these two psukim, and Mushanin, and we answer as follows. Like Kasha, it's not a Kasha, these two psukim. The posuk which says that sons are punished because of their fathers, that is where sons continue their father's bad ways. Where's the posuk which says the sons will not be punished is because where the sons do not continue their father's bad ways. So what do we see from here? If you have a, a tzaddik v'ralai, we said it was a tzaddik ben Rosha. But we've just said that if a tzaddik does not follow in his father's bad ways, so in other words, he's a tzaddik ben Rosha, then everything will be good for him. So how can you say tzaddik ben Rosha? A tzaddik is rather, it's a tzaddik ben Rosha. We see that if a tzaddik, if a tzaddik does not continue in his father's bad ways, he will not be punished for his father's uh, avarus. So, so the Gemara seems, it's a good kasha. So we have to change the pshat at all. It's nothing to do with the father. This is what Kashmok said to Moshe Rabbeinu. Tzaddik tzaddik goma. A person for whom things are good is a complete tzaddik. Tzaddik v'ra'alai, tzaddik she'en goma. Why? If you've got a tzaddik and things go bad for him, it's a tzaddik she'en goma. Why? What's pshat? Because the mashah explains that Kashmok wants to punish him in this world for his few avarus, so that he will receive his full reward in Alamabo. Rosh of a Tavlai, Rosh Enagoma, a wicked person for who things are good is a person who is not completely wicked. And similarly, the Mashah explains Akashbokh gives him his, his, re, his reward in this world for the few merits, so that he'll get his full punishment in Alamabo, in the world to come. And Rosh of a Rally, Rosh is a complete Rosh. So, now, we said like this that Moshe Rabbeinu will ask Akashbaruch for three things one is because that the Shechina should be on Yisrael the second thing was that it shouldn't be on the Avdek Chovim and the third thing is let us know your ways Sadiq Varalai etc how it works and we said that all three were answered Reb Meir however said the last one was not answered the plea Reb Meir the Omer Reb Meir Shtayim Nosnalai the first two Akashbaruch granted him the Achzal Nosnalai but one he didn't Shenem as it says I shall show favor to whom I choose to show favor, which implies even though he may not be unfit to, he may be unfit to be given favor. And similarly, I will show mercy to whom I choose to show mercy. In other words, what Uncle Chabrochu is saying, when Moshe Rabbeinu says, why is it you find a tzaddik for Tavlai, Rosh, etc., etc., he says, I've got my own cheshbon. That's what Rameya says. 
I've got my own I've got my own cheshbon which I can't explain to you so that's the Maklaikas the first, the first one says that he was answered he explained it to him we said at Tzadik, at tzadik Goma not at Tzadik Goma etc etc but Ramea says no the third one he didn't answer him at all he said I've got my own cheshbon and I'm afraid I cannot share that with you right so now the, the Gemara goes to the next posuk. You will not be able to see my face. This is what Kashbrochel says. Moshe Rabbeinu. This is what Kashbrochel said to Moshe. When I wanted, you didn't want. In other words, when I wanted to reveal myself to you in the burning bush. What does it say? Vayaster Moshe Ponov, he hid his haste, saw Liras, he turned away. You didn't want to know. Because you would see, see, like, would see, Achshav Shatta, right? Say, any right? So now that you want to see, Harenianos Fadechel, you want to see my glory? I don't want. So therefore, what do we see? Rabbi Shub and Kocha is saying, right, that is a time against Moshe Rabbeinu, that he did not look, want to look at Hashem at the burning bush. It was wrong that he did that. Because he did that, Shmuel was, as it were, paying him back and says, "You know, you can't see me now." However, because Shmuel Banachmen and Rabbeinu says, "No, it was a good thing that he looked away at the burning bush." The Omer Shmuel Banachmen and Rabbeinu in reward for three things that Moshe Rabbeinu did in regard to the burning bush, he merited three things. Bischav, Ayasta Moshe Ponov, in the reward for Moshe hiding his face, Zochala clustered upon him. He merited a shining face. When he came down from the mountain, he had a shining face. Bischak, Yorain, reward for the fact that he was afraid. Zochala Vayiru, Mageshaselov. They were f- afraid to approach him. Bischam, Habit, in reward for not gazing, Zochala Smunas Hashem, Yavit. meant that the image of Hashem, he will gaze. In other words, that he was able to see the back of Hashem. So in other words, this, this Manda Omar says, Rashul Banachmeni says it was a good thing and he got a reward for not looking Hashem at the uh, burning bush. Now the Gemara carries on, it says like this, I will put you in the cleft of the rock, right? I'll remove my hand and you will see my back. He showed him the Keshish Shul In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu was only able, when Akashbokhu took his hand away from the rock, he could see the back and the neck of Hashem, as it were, of Yochel, and he saw, therefore, the Tfilin, the, the knot of the Keshish Shul Tfilin. The Omar Rabbi Yochelim Shem Rabbi Yosi. And Rabbi Yosi said the name of Rabbi Yosi, called the Bavadibba Shiyotzim Piyakashbokhu Latoyva. If Akashbokhu makes a promise to somebody, a sort of inner person's favor, something good, I feel tonight, even if it's conditional, and even if that condition is not fulfilled, nevertheless, he will not retract from that promise. Where do we learn that out from? In Olam, in Moshe Rabbeinu. Shenem, as he says like this, in, in Parshat Ekev, is in response to the Egelazov, Heref Mimenev Ashmidem. Leave me alone, this is like a spoken saying to Moshe Rabbeinu, leave me alone, I will destroy them, I will destroy Kal Yisrael, but I will make you, Moshe Rabbeinu, a great nation. Now others will come from you. So what was the condition? He will make him a great nation on condition that he wipes out the rest of Klal Yisrael. Nevertheless, even though Moshe Rabbeinu uh, davened, like Chal Moshe says, etc. and so on. 
and when Yenochem Hashem HaKol etc he agreed to it so Moshe Rabbeinu pr- uh, prayed for Rachamim and this thing was taken away the clothes were allowed to live nevertheless the promise that spoke is a gift to Moshe Rabbeinu that he will make a great nation out of him that still applied the sons of Moshe were Geshem Eliezer Vayu Bnei Eliezer Rechavio Horosh Rechavio was the chief of Bnei Rechavio Rovu Lemalo and the sons of Rechavio they were exceedingly numerous Vaton Rav Yosef Lemalo Mishishim Riboy the descendants of Rechavio which came from Moshe Rabbeinu were more than 600,000 how do we know that? and so Rechavio asked him Revia Revia we've got Ksiv Hocha it says here regarding the descendants of Moshe Rabbeinu Rovu Lemalo they were exceedingly numerous Ksiv Hosom of Bnei Yisrael also got the word and we know that at the time the children of Israel were at 600,000 and here it says so exceedingly numerous and we know it's even more than 600,000 so what do we see from here that even though Agashpohu made the, that, that, the, the, the um, promise the good promise of Moshe Rabbeinu that he would have many many descendants conditional on the, fa- on the fact that he wipes out Kalal Yisrael even though he didn't wipe out Kalal Yisrael nevertheless he didn't take away that promise that he had given to Moshe Rabbeinu of having a large uh, many many descendants created the world Nobody called the Kodesh the word Odin, because the word Odin is master, it sort of implies authority, you know, mastery over others. No one called him that until Avram came, and Avram Kora Odin. Shenemaz, it says in Pashat Lechlecho, Vayomar, Vayomar, Adunai, Elohim, Pamor, Edar, Kiroshena. My Lord Hashem, how do I know, give me a sign, how do I know that I will inherit the land? So he was the first one who called him, um uh Alaf Dalad Yunyod. Omar Rav says Rav after Nealon and Elabushul Avram. Donila too also was answered because of the merits of Avram. Shenem, as it says in the Possum this is what we say in in, in Tachron tomorrow morning. Listen our God to the prayer of your servant and his Phyllis for Hoi Ponecha Mikdoshko Hashomim Lamana Dunoi. And let your face shine on the desolate base of Migdosh, Laman Adonai, for the sake of my Lord. But he was speaking directly to Hashem. So he should have said, Laman Chomi Boyele. He should have said, for your sake, not for the sake of Adonai. And it means, so what does it mean? Laman Avram, it means for the sake of Avram, Shekrocha Odon, who called you Odon. Alright, so that, that's, so therefore, Daniel was only answered with Chus of Avram. From where do we know that you shouldn't calm a person down when he's angry? As it says, the same what we said before. My face will go and wait till after the anger, and then I will act according to your will. Now the question is, why does the Gemara repeat exactly the same? Oh, so the answer is, you know, what we said before. We're, we're saying a whole load of memories in the name of one person. We say we take one tanner and we say all the memories in his name so the point was like this Rabbi Yochanan he had two Rebbers he had Rabbi Yossi and he had Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai so where all the memories are repeated by Rabbi Yochanan in the name of Rabbi Yossi he says he, he says and then he also heard it from Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai who was also his Rebbe so therefore that's why he repeats it and since here we're talking about all the memories 
which is said of Rabbi Yochanan in the name of Rabbi Shimon Yochai, so it repeats it here. On Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan. Yom Shakodesh Bochu Es Alomov Mazagosh Bochu created his world. Hoya Odom Shahad Lakosh Bochu. No person thanked Hashem Achibos Leva Data until Leva came and thanked him. Shenem, as it says, when Yehuda was born, the fourth child of Palm, this time Oda Hashem. Explains Rashi. What's Pshat? If you have a look at the top Rashi, Lifisha Ros Lavaruch Hakodesh. She knew Miruch Hakodesh. She Yaakov Mami Shenem Osashvotin. That Yaakov would have twelve tribes. Belayar Banoshim. And he would have four women. So therefore, how many would it be? For, how many would each wife have? Three children. So Kevin, she yolda ben Ravi, since she had a fourth child, Yehuda was the fourth child. Therefore, since she had got more than what she really deserved, therefore she was thankful. Because they answer the question: How can you say Leah was the first person who thanked Hashem? Eliezer, remember with Yitzchak and Rivka, he says, he says, he also thanked Hashem. He says, no, thanking is one thing, but the word Hadar, as Rush explains, means when you get more than what you deserve. Right? Here with Eliezer, he was just thanking him because in Baruch Hashem, the Shidduch was successful. Concluded as a successful Shidduch. He was thanking Hashem. Here, Leah was thanking for more than what she deserved. That's Adol. So Leah was the first person who did this. Now, since we mentioned Leah, we also come on to Reuven. And what, how did Reuven get his name? Reuven, Omre Beleza, this is sort of, um, a, a word. The word Reuven is made up of Reuven. We'll see what that means. Omre Leah, Leah said, Reuven, Bain Bani. See the difference between my son, namely Reuven, Leben Chomi, the son of my father-in-law, so his brother-in-law, is referring to Esau. Why? Look at the difference. The Ilu Ben Chomi, as regards Esau, even though he voluntarily and willingly sold his right to the firstborn to Yaakov, it says, he sold it to Yaakov. See what's written about Esau, a Yistam Yaakov. Esau hated Yaakov. Uchsev, and it also says, Vayamachi Koroshma Yaakov, is he called Yaakov? Vayakveniz Epamayim, cause he's outwitted me twice. Number one is he took away my birthright, and now he took away my bacha. So in other words, even though it was sold fair and square, Vayim, cause Bacharosa, it was all agreed, Nevertheless, he still sort of afterwards hated him and, 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 and still had tainas against him. So that was Reuven. Sorry, that was Aesop. As regards my son Reuven, it was the opposite. Even the Yosef took the right of the first one from Reuven against his will. What happened? It says in the Posuk, When he defiled his father's bed, his right of the firstborn was taken away from him and given to Yosef. What does that mean? We know as follows, that when Rochel died, Yaakov took his bed and he put it into Bilal's tent. Bilal was the maidservant of Rochel. Reuven was very upset for his mother Leah. And what did he do? He moved Yaakov's bed into her tent. So in other words, he disturbed Yaakov's sleeping arrangements, which was not up to him. He shouldn't have done that. And therefore, as a result of him doing that, the Bukhara was taken away and given to Yosef. 
So nevertheless, even though it was taken away, I feel a hokilai kanabe. Even so, Reuven was not jealous of Yosef. On the contrary, the Chsiv, it says, Vayishma Reuven, Reuven heard, Vayatsilehu Mayodon. They wanted to kill him, the brothers, and he said, no, put him down the pit, Laman Hatzel, in order that they could save him. So what we're saying is the word Reuven is made up of Reu Ma Bain, Bani, between my son Reuven, and Ben Chomi, which is Esau. Now, the point is like this. If you look in the Posig itself, it gives a, comp- a different reason. It says, that, why did she call her son Reuven? Ki Omro, Ki Ro Hashem Ba'onyi. Reuven was Ki Ro Hashem Ba'onyi. Akonshmochu saw my affliction, my humiliation. Because really, Rochel was the wife he wanted. Leah, Leah was not the wife. And Leah was felt like she was an Isha Snua. She was hated. I mean, literally hated, but she was a sort of a secondary wife to Rochel. And that's the reason why that name was given. So the answer like this, two answers. Number one is, from where it says, Ki Roh Hashem, Ki Reuven, Ki Ki Roh Hashem Ba'onyi, that only is for the first part, for Ru'u part. What about the Bain? So the Bain, you've got to give him another shot, Ru'u, my Bain, Bani, Le Bain Chomi. So you need a different shot. Others say, no, obviously the reason given in the Pasha, in the Chomish, that is the reason. Ki Ki Omra Hashem, Ki Roh Hashem Ba'onyi. But however, Hakshpochu, he knew, he knew what was going to happen. Because remember, when she said, all this was going to happen in the future. She didn't know that. Right? But Hakshpochu did know it. And therefore planted that name in her mind, right, for the, because of the future occurrences that were going to happen. And therefore we say, Rus, for example, Rus. What was the reason for her name? My Rus. On Riochanon Shazoch, so Yotzim meant David because David came from her. Sherivohu. So Rivohu is similar to the word Rus. Sherivohu literally means intoxicated. It means Sherivohu like a shpoch of a shiz He gave exceeding amount of praise. He gave thing, and that's why she was called Rus. In fact, the Gorn says if the, the word Rus is begematria six hundred and six, and because she already had the Sheva Mitzvahs Bnei Nach. So 613 in total, so, but Rus is 606. So, Gorim, where do we know that the name that as a person is given to can be a cause of something that's going to happen in the future? Which literally translates means go and see the works of God who has made sort of devastations, desolations, in the land, Articri Shamus, don't say it, Shamus had a Shamus names. So in other words, to tell you that Hakushbochu can plant into the mind of a person to give a name to a certain child because of future occurrences that might happen. Okay, I think that's, uh, I think we'll leave it there. Right, what we'll do is we'll leave it now over Yonsef, and then after Yonsef we'll get back together again. Okay.